0: Welcome to From the Back Tease, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week.
1: Welcome back to the From the Back Tease podcast. Today's September 30th, and when you're listening to this, you have to make sure to wake Green Day up because September's over.
2: How about that one? Good one, Zach. Good Thank one. Thank you. Thank you. I even wrote it down.
0: <laughs> Almost Halloween now. We can all dress up. Spooky season holidays.
2: is upon us. <laughs>
1: okay. Before we get started, what are everyone's thoughts on Halloween? I don't know if we've had this discussion.
2: I love Halloween.
0: Uh all I know as a kid is I got beat up on Halloween once and they no. took my candy.
2: No. How do you Perhaps. beat up a six foot three twelve yeah, year old? <laughs> I was like six. Yeah, you're still probably the biggest six year old. <laughs> <laughs> What sure were you dressed as, do you remember?
0: I, I, can't, I can't even recall, man. I, 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 there was one year uh, that I was going to dress up as Payne Stewart, and then he died, like, right before Halloween. Yes. I had the whole thing set up, man. It was sad.
1: You could do it now and honor your costume as a caddy. Bring it yeah, out. I
0: haven't dressed up for Halloween in probably 15 years.
1: So here are my thoughts on Halloween. I loved Halloween as a child. And I do not dress up now because it has been completely ruined by people dressing too provocatively. And don't don't get me started. I am all for women dressing provocatively, <laughs> okay, okay. not on Halloween. Every oh wait, day, why not on Halloween? Though? Because every single day outside of Halloween, dress up however you want. It's even better, actually. I promote it. But on Halloween, it's about the candy, and that is not what it's about. Anymore. <laughs> Okay, I see. So you want what's it? what's
0: the, what's the best Halloween candy? I don't
1: know. All of them nibs. Nibs. Uh, what what are nibs, bro? Are wait? Are those know, nibs are maybe that's like a Canadian thing? Aren't what they called nips? <laughs> there's nibs like the that, that's red a cheese licorice. it, dude. Nibs <laughs> like the red licorice. Oh, never mind.
2: <laughs> no, not Nibs, Nolan. Come on. There's like, like a better. there's like a chocolate caramel thing called like a nip. No.
0: All right. We need comments about this on uh we, we gotta pull this on Facebook.
1: I'm gonna pull it. What are everyone's thoughts on
2: slutty Halloween costumes? <laughs> <laughs> Zach apparently wants them twenty four seven and then Halloween we can forego the yeah. sluttiness. And just candy. Focus <laughs> on the candy. So
1: uh fine, we're gonna get back to some golf here. Reed, you finally had a week off. Yeah. It yeah, was uh,
0: it was good. It was it was longer than I wanted it to be. Being uh, we missed the cut at the U.S. Open, but uh, what an experience, man! I mean, uh, I know it wasn't our it wasn't our best, and but dude, it was. It just only prepared us that much more for the next one. But I uh, a week off. My uh, my girlfriend came down. Uh went to uh, Universal Studios in Orlando. Had some wow. fun there and spent some time and. I uh, you know, played some Xbox, Call of Duty, you, bought a new monitor.
2: You didn't try to break into the NBA bubble while you were down there? No.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. No. Yeah, You looked to Universal. Was it busy? No, but it was, no, it wasn't busy at all. Like, dude, we, we didn't wait. There was one ride we probably waited like 30 minutes for, the Hagrid's new, wire, new ride. It was pretty awesome. do
1: you have to wear your mask the whole
0: time? The whole time. Dude, it was like 100 degrees. It was terrible.
1: Yeah, that seems brutal. I'm all for the math, but I feel like all day at Universal might make it awful.
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We just got a live update Grand Slam by Gio Urshela of the New wow. York Yankees. That's wow. Awesome. Just before this, we were talking about how Reed doesn't like watching baseball on TV and the Yankees are down by three runs and we just got a Grand Slam. Baby. Yeah, Nolan,
1: you got to give the live updates during the pod. Yeah,
2: so we're up 5-4 now. Whew, huge. All right, sorry. Okay.
0: No, you got excited. That's okay. Every man gets excited at some points,
1: right? And no is in the fake playoffs first round. <laughs> Whatever. Zach. This is real playoff. We're gonna get to that after. That'll be our All right. talking point. Yeah, after.
2: let's let's stay on some golf for now. I guess. stay um, on
1: the golf, but uh, firstly, I finally predicted a winner, Bryson
2: DeChambeau. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Congratulations, pretty
0: impressive, dude. Yeah, he – I mean, that was pretty impressive. That's all I got to say, man. I mean, he – He was, you're able, strat- over,
2: yeah, he was your, able to overpower
0: the golf course.
2: Your strategy, Zach, was 100% true where you were like, well, everyone's going to miss the fairway, so you might as well miss it deep. So, that was what happened. pay off. I didn't win any money on it. So, <laughs> what are you going to do? Well,
1: so you're, you're going to bet on the next one and lose. Canada. Betting on sports in Canada is like a nightmare because you got to take out with like Bitcoin and shit, and then who knows when you'll ever see your money. Seriously? Yeah. Like, we can't just like withdraw to our
2: bank account. It's a nightmare, Reed. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, fuck. Zach, I will make all the bets for you and take a 2%. percent
1: you will keep doing well. <laughs> no, I think it saved me a lot of money that I can't bet from here. It's true. A lot. But another big storyline of last week, our guy, Sebastian, I mean, we have Ed on the podcast. He finishes tied for 11th, good week for Seabass. And then another, well, two fans of the show on the Corn Ferry Tour came number one and two last week in Jared Wolfe and Taylor Pendriff. And not to spoil things, but we should be having the winner of the event next week on the pod.
2: Yes, sir. Let me be things. fun.
0: Jared, uh, Jared seems like a good dude. The From yeah. the
2: back tees, bump is alive and well. Yeah, I mean, our guys have been doing well.
1: Jared's won twice now on the Corn Ferry Tour, so I don't know. I, I think he's like a lock to be
2: on the tour next season.
0: Oh, you would yeah. think so. Yeah. So
2: essentially, any professional athletes out there who feel like they're slumping, we got we got an open time slot for you to come on the pod. So Carlos Carrasco,
1: <laughs> no better time than now. <laughs> oh wait, he didn't give up the Grand Slam, so. Yeah. River 45
0: minutes golf. out of your day, man, we'll, we'll make you win a golf tournament.
1: That's great. Right. Reed, it's coming. It's coming. I mean, you guys had an incredible season. So, not to say that we didn't give you the bump, but.
0: I, uh, I feel it, man. I feel it coming soon.
1: You feel it. So, this week, we got the uh, Sanderson Farms Championship. The winner at the end of the week, Reed. Do you think you'll be holding the cock at the end of the week?
0: I hope I'm holding that cock. Holding the what? The what? The, yep, the, what? The, the cock.
1: <laughs> the cock. If you're not holding the cock, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> holding the, the cock is a dream coming cock. true at the end of this week. And for those listeners that don't know, holding the cock, the, uh, the trophy is a chicken.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I know, Zach. <laughs> there you go. There's the chicken. That's great because – Oh, so the the local course near me, me is called Langdon Farms, and they also yeah, I know
0: that place. They have, yeah, they have a chicken.
2: Their logo is a chicken too, a rooster or whatever. Up. That's that's weird. I wonder if the the farm kind of has to do with chickens. a cow. That? I know, For right? Our, where's a pig? The, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so last year, this I feel like this is always a tournament that some guy sort of comes out of nowhere and wins it. Last year, it was Sebastian Munoz, who beat uh, Benny on at, uh, well, what did he go? I think he was 18 under or 17 under. I think Sung Jam was also up there.
0: I had, uh, I had lunch with uh, Sebastian's caddy today. Oh, wow.
1: And they're
0: trying yeah, to. Go no, I mean, no, no, not anything special. I, I sat down and I said, oh, God, you, you guys won here last year, didn't you? I mean, it just kind of like dawned upon me. <laughs>
2: but, what, uh, you, yeah. what did he eat?
0: Um, uh big question salad maybe i had a salad salad
1: i feel like you're just like anything he ordered i'll get that too (laughs) right
0: no 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 he's good dude we did some work together at the pga championship walk some holes together there
1: so do you get some good intel on the course i mean the defending champ has to know
0: hey man we're all playing it hit it Uh, long
2: and straight and make putts
0: yeah, that's exactly. right.
2: You guys, you guys have played this course before, I think. Yeah, his
0: everyone's advice would just be to uh, get it in the hole in the least strokes possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Solid yeah, strategy. What's your uh, what are your thoughts on the course, the layout? I know we got a lot of betters who want to know what's going on.
0: Yeah, um, not an overly long golf course. Um, more a golf course that's, uh, you know, it's just kind of tricky in spots with bunkers placed in the fairway you gotta, you gotta hit the fairways off at of tee um but uh some undulated greens a lot of back to front greens side sloping greens um a couple holes a couple par threes are uh, pitching away from you and just it's just a good old school variety you know little up little down shots um pitch greens, but I mean, not nothing crazy. Just a, just an old school golf course that sits beneath, you know, some I think, some grounds I think here. this
1: tournament has the most different group of past winners. Listen to this list of winners at this event. Uh, Munoz won last year. Champ won the year before. Who's like a complete bomber?
0: It's all first time winners.
1: Yeah, and then guess who won before Cameron Champ? The most opposite player to Cameron Champ, who we've also had on the podcast, Ryan Armour. Right, yeah. You could not have two more different players than Cameron Champ and Ryan Armour.
2: Ryan Armour got brought up the other week when I was um, golfing with my dad because he went to the, uh, the Junior Am where Ryan and Tiger were dueling and out here in Portland. <laughs> Ryan Armour's been around a while.
0: Yeah, he's just quiet though. It's good. Just
1: making a quality paycheck year after year. Right. That's what you want. Uh, so, yeah, you got anything else on the course? It's the Country Club of Jackson.
0: Yeah. Um, the uh, the golf course is – I mean, it's not uh, – the greens are usually very good here. And they're still good, but they're not as good as they have been in the past. Um. Are just not as crisp, I guess you could say. In the past, there may maybe a scale like a 9.5 on a half out of 10, some of the best greens we see all year. And this year, they're maybe a 8, 8.5, I would say.
1: Okay, yeah. And we got uh, – you guys, you said, you're, I think you're teeing it up late afternoon, one of the last tee times, Hubbard, mm-hmm. McNeely, and Stanley. Correct. And then I think the goal is we need you and Ed and Sebastian to be teeing it up on the weekend, final group on a Sunday.
0: That would be legendary
1: would be legendary. (laughs) Complete madness.
0: You know, it's funny because sometimes you draw stuff up like that and it happens.
1: I know. You think it's not going to happen? At one point, you guys will be paired up.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: It'll happen. If not the final group. You guys might want to be a group apart, though. I feel like too close together.
0: Yeah, Sebastian and Mark might walk up the Fairway holding hands or something no they're, they're both good dudes they're just, they're just really good friends man
1: yeah so uh we could get into our picks i know it's not the uh maybe not the big allure of the u.s open but we could give some picks before we go on to what should be an exciting two weeks after this so uh nolan i don't know if you have a pick
2: ready yeah um i was just kind of looking at the field here and i like a couple different guys i like fratelli i I really like Corey Connors this week too. Um, but I'm going to think I'm going to go with old Benny on and uh, wow. yeah, I think um, he gets it done this week. He's at 30 to one odds, I think right now. So really not that that high. There's no one. I think Scotty Scheffler was topping the list in odds at 10 to one. So yeah, which um,
1: is a little crazy, but I started to look at it and you're like, he sort of deserves it. I mean, yeah, he just hasn't played because of COVID, the unfortunate uh,
2: withdrawal. Yeah. There's some, there's some guys that, I mean, Sam Burns has 28 to 1 odds. Um, I feel like that was, I was like, it's kind of aggressive, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, my pick to win it all this week, sort of an interesting pick. He's made eight straight cuts and came 11th last week after, I think he was in the lead for a couple holes at one point. Patrick Rogers. I feel like every couple of years. That's who I picked last week. It's true. You did pick him. I yeah. haven't picked him this year.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, I feel like every couple of years, Patrick Rogers just, like, not every, every – like, at one point of every year, Patrick Rogers just, like, gets
2: hot as, like, an incredible two months and then disappears for the next ten months. I'm going to be so mad if you land the Patrick Rogers pick when I don't because I think I picked – Right, right like,
0: after. Right after you took it. I might. <laughs> yeah. I'm hot. I'm <laughs>
2: I'm
1: gonna correct yeah. death streak, but uh, read. I'll, I'll leave it to your pick. I'm not gonna lie. I think of all tournaments, it's obviously a bit of a biased opinion, but I think Hubs has a real shot this week. <laughs> I think we say that a lot, but yeah.
0: Um, yeah, dude. I you know I don't I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but uh, I think I think if we hit the ball well, we we have a very good shot this week. Uh, but not picking ourselves as I always do. I'm going to take a guy who's kind of flying in hot under the radar, playing a really good golf. Um, came from the corn fairy tour played in the U S open. Oh, I know it's going to be went to the Dominican Republic played well there. And I played with him or should I say I Mark and I played with him in, uh, I believe it was Savannah in my uh, last web.com season, corn fairy season. And, um, uh, and I, I remember saying to Mark, walking off 18 green, I said, that guy's going to be good.
1: Is it the guy who uh, made the one one at the U.S.
0: Open? Will Zalatoris is the guy. Yes, sir. And, right. that, and, and he is, mark my words, he's going to win soon on the PGA Tour.
1: I think you yeah, picked him last week. Did he? Did I? I
0: think so. <laughs> I I just think – I just do the guy I – mean, I maybe I did. No.
2: I don't – Who did I pick? Uh, I think we just talked about him um, in our
0: U.S. Oh, yeah, Open right. episode, you're maybe. Right,
2: no one. But yeah. yeah, that dude's got some game, and he he looks to be a long time tenured on the uh, PJ Tour here shortly.
0: Yeah. So, but good good player, and and, and besides it all, really good dude. Yeah. I mean, we you know we were able to exchange highs and hellos and how you doing? He's always pretty genuine.
2: Yeah, he's up there in the odds. He's the fourth best odds this week so a lot the the betting world likes him too
0: yeah so to you guys to the listeners putting money on the uh this week i would uh not picking myself or or ourselves or anything like that but if if you're gonna play people man wills out is uh he's hot
1: Will Zalatoris being thirty to one odds just shows how good the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour are. Because literally three weeks ago, like ninety nine percent of golf fans had no idea who he was, and now he's a favorite to win on the PJ Tour.
2: One of the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's the truth.
2: Huge. I mean, Patrick Rogers
0: too.
2: I don't know what you're seeing. I'm seeing Patrick Rogers at sixty six to one. Yeah. So. If you want me to make the bet for you, just let me know, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> now, we'll, now that we're doing it over uh, international airways, I might get arrested. I don't know if that's anything, anything wrong. <laughs> Wait, I, I didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about. Who knows? Who knows? But before we
1: get into the next two weeks, I know uh, we're happy to have a couple sponsors for our, our guy Reed grinding it out on the PJ tour. So, Reed, uh, I'll leave it to you.
0: Yeah, always a big thank you to uh, in no particular order, uh, Surf and Surf Golf, TD Design, Tommy Dodge Design out in California, uh, Former Cars uh, down in Ohio, and uh, to you guys as well. Thank you for being part of the journey. Uh, former Cars out in Ohio, man. Like if you haven't checked out their replica designs of cars, go check them out. It's pretty cool. Like they do these. Old Cobras and these old sport cars, and I was looking at one of them the other day that was uh, red and white striped, and it had the old school windshield on it, like a little Cobra windshield, and it was a convertible and it was badass. Um, but anyway, to all of them and every all the part of the team, thank you, and uh, check them all out.
1: Yeah, I mean, a Shelby Cobra—that's my dream car.
0: And uh, one, one more thing, guys. Um, to all of our listeners, uh, Surf and Turf Golf was uh, kind enough to grant me a little discount to uh, display to our listeners and to all of my uh, friends and family and whoever comes about it. Uh, if you go on to Surf and you go through and find out what you like, the hats are, if you go look at their hats, are mainly a hat and shirt company, uh, mainly hats I should say, and they have some shirts and long sleeve shirts and sweatshirts and whatnot. But it's a, a Texas-based company. A guy named uh, Taylor Artman works uh, and owns the company. Uh, really good dude. But if you go to the – find out whatever you like. If you're interested in something, go to the uh, cart, type in the discount code, readmartin15, 15, R-E-I-D-M-A-R-T-I-N-15. 15, and uh, you'll get, uh, get some dollars taken off and get some good gear for you. All, that- All
1: right dream dream vintage car because you got me excited about that. Like I said, mine was always the <laughs> Shelby Cobra. In fact, I've been obsessed with that car, but I don't got those kind of funds. But you never know. If Mark Hubbard wins soon, we could all be rich.
0: We could all be rich. Uh,
1: so this week we head to, not this week, and next week we head to the double Vegas week, which is going to be quite something. And before we get started, I asked our fans if they had any questions. I was just going to see if any stood out. And there was one that really stood out. So I'm going to ask this to you, Reed. Hopefully it doesn't get you in trouble. Uh, Matt Hampson asked, what are the parties like for the pros that don't make the cut? He's heard stories and witnessed some myself. that don't make the cut at the Shriners.
0: Dude, I'll tell you this. Uh... Last year we made the cuts. I wasn't really, but I, I've heard some stories in the past. I've heard like Anthony Kim was an animal in Vegas <laughs> a legend, uh, legend. Um, but dude, I mean, it's Vegas, man. I, and you got to understand, like, obviously, there's people that don't do that kind of stuff and just stay inside, but there's other people that like to go have fun and go to casinos or whatever. But it's Vegas, like, if you're gonna go have fun and you miss a cut, like, you're gonna probably go have a little fun especially because you're staying there for another week
1: yeah well now yeah with the two weeks it's going to be uh madness if you miss the cut yeah i I
0: obviously hope to win both golf tournaments but if if we don't and we like it's not it's not the worst place in the world to miss a cut
1: you know what i mean no uh okay so uh matt you got your answer the pros like to party (laughs) which also has me thinking
0: I would, say more, I would say more caddies than pros, but there are definitely caddies that get after
1: it. Yeah. Outside of the fact that, Tiger's a, uh, that Nolan's a huge Tiger fan, so you've got to take that out of this equation for my question that's coming up. If we're trying to maximize viewers on a podcast, do you think having Tiger Woods or Anthony Kim would get more viewers?
0: Tiger Woods. <laughs> I
1: genuinely
2: think Anthony Kim. Ooh, that is a tough one, man. I mean... Anthony Kim has been gone for, like, 15 years. I will say Tiger Woods, but Anthony Kim trumps everyone else. Because, yeah, for that that reason alone, he's like been... Anthony Kim answers all questions. It's like, he's like a myth, you know? Like, he, yeah, crazy. That I guy was really so idea. good.
1: We need to find someone named Anthony Kim. He's, he's like the Loch <laughs> Monster.
0: That shouldn't be hard, Zach.
1: I know. Wow, this is a good idea. We might do this. <laughs> Just <laughs> scour the internet for an Anthony Kim to come on. We made you have a quick two-minute interview with a guy named Anthony Kim who likes golf.
0: What about Tony Kim? Does that work? like a like a genu- genuine Tony Kim.
1: Well, I think anyone named Tony's real name is probably Anthony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Tony Fino,
2: Anthony Fino?
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
2: His last run. name ain't Kim, though. So wow, <laughs> do
0: you know what
2: Tony Finau's name is? You'll oh, it's guess. he's he's like
0: who's moan
2: dude.
1: So he, yeah, it's, it's Milton. Oh, <laughs> well it's Milton
2: Puha <laughs> Tony Finau. Okay, yeah,
0: that's it's crazy. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, I have a friend who's Hawaiian, and he has one name. He and then he has his Hawaiian name, and it's like. Freaking 18 syllables.
0: So. Yes,
1: yeah, so uh so next week we got the Shriners. That's TPC Summerlin. I know uh Reed you had some thoughts on TPC Summerlin.
0: Yeah, it's a good golf course. I mean just a typical desert TPC golf course. Yeah,
1: yeah. and uh week after that I know we got one I that it's always a cool course. Partially because they played the match at it, didn't they? Shadow Creek the week
2: after?
0: Yeah, I've never been out there. I want to get out there. Uh, I'm hoping to get out there maybe one afternoon. I got some buddies that work out there, and I'm hoping to get out there and see the grounds uh, maybe like an evening or something on the first week before the second week.
1: True, yeah. You, well, you're from uh, – well, you're not from there originally, but you played in Scottsdale for a long time and worked in –
0: Yeah. Although that being said now, I probably won't be able to because all the testing stuff – I just 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 dawned on me.
2: Oh, Reed, oh. I got a question for you. So like, if you go early to go like scout a course out, is that you playing the course, or no?
0: I I, I I would just go walk it. But like okay. I just said, I don't I don't think I would be able to now just because of all the COVID stuff.
2: Yeah, I see. Would that be different in? different
0: circumstances or oh i yeah i mean like for instance um last year before we went to hawaii i went over to pga west and went went and walked or drove two golf courses and mapped out the yard we played thir- three golf courses that week so when we go to hawaii and then we come back to pga west we play 54 holes and i'm not gonna have time to go do my work on 54 holes like that's a lot man you know what i mean to have all your numbers dialed and this and that and
1: yeah how do you do it for? uh AT and T Pebble Beach, the pro am. There's.
0: It's it's tough, man. In are long days. I guess if, you, if you're if, if you're putting in your time, they're long days.
1: How does it work from other caddies? Are you able to like get information from them, or it's sort of like you don't ask and no one like?
0: No, you, you generally like weeks like that. Like you, you generally like you know say hey, here's this golf course. I've kind of marked this up. Here are the heads that aren't marked and whatnot. And you kind of you you it's a, at the end of the day, like all the caddies try to work together, but like you, you want to still go do your work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just don't want to go and say, Hey, like what are all the markings and this and that? And like, but you know, there's more than just the markings, but yeah, exactly. But you know, you it's, all do it kinda, the other way. it's all part of it. And yeah. And that's, I have my routine and so does whoever and whoever else, and whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, before we get on to, uh, before we get on to some playoff sports, I know, uh, we're like a seventy-five percent golf podcast, twenty-five percent all other sports and geography. So we gotta to get to the geography part. My favorite, and then we're gonna get right into Reed's tiger stat because we always need a tiger stat.
0: Reed's tiger stat?
1: I mean no one's
2: tiger stat. No, Reed, you got it this week, don't you know? I confuse you. No. You May. We'll
0: surprise you. Who has a tiger stat? <laughs> Uh the geography. I got, I got two I got one question and one um, one statement if you will. How much of Mississippi, what's what percentage of Mississippi is covered by forest?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. If you told me mm. Mississippi had no forest, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> be like, yeah. Mississippi's like New York City. No forests. Central Park? Does that even count? <laughs> That's,
0: true. That's like a fucking eighth of a percentile.
1: Cal State, twenty uh, percent.
2: Um, Mississippi, man. I, whew, I'm gonna go five percent.
0: <laughs> Mississippi. I think it was either nearly leads or leads the country and land covered by forests. Sixty three percent of the state <laughs> is covered by forests.
1: We weren't <laughs> even close. Nolan, your answer was terrible because you're like American and shouldn't like your own country.
0: Oh man.
1: That's a really bad answer.
0: Can you believe that? When I saw that I was like, okay, I'm using this.
2: That's crazy.
0: That's insane.
2: That's not yeah. what I think of when I think of Mississippi. Do you know <laughs> right. Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-E-I.
1: I wish you guys could see Reed on this for our listeners. Reed is like dialed into some like notepad he has, and he's like taking notes as we respond to his question.
0: No, no, I just wrote out my questions.
1: No, but like I went, I answered twenty, and like I just see Reed like marking it down, like. <laughs> okay. a negative,
0: three. sir. If you want to see it, there is no markings like that. Oh, there's really a lot going on. Okay, what's your? Uh,
1: Second deal.
0: Mississippi is the farm raised catfish capital of the world. Or, sorry, capital of the USA with over 100,000 acres of catfish ponds. Imagine that for all you catfish lovers. I hate
1: it. I never thought like Nashville was, or Tennessee. Not Mississippi, man. Come on. Don't you know Mississippi? (laughs) Have you guys ever had catfish? I never have. It's terrible. I've had it. It's. It's eh, yeah. I actually think it was you, Reed, who told me it was terrible the first time we were talking about catfish. It's terrible. At some bar in Florida, you like. Hey.
0: You know, you know what I had recently? That's delicious for all of you listeners that have not had it. Gator tail is awesome. Gator I've
1: had fried tail. alligator once.
0: Fried alligator. I've had it so many times. But obviously, moving back to Florida now in the spring, I've had it a lot more. And I had it last time I was home, and I I love it. It's, what you know, does it like taste like? Like a spicy chicken, basically.
1: I thought yeah. it was illegal, it's, actually.
0: No, no, restaurants serve it. You can they get a, do, you can get a, you can get a tag to hunt, to hunt them.
2: I mean, do they do something with the the skin? I feel like that's really rough skin, right?
0: That's the hide. No, the, the tail like is just the meat inside the tail. Ah, they you don't do,
2: dude, like it the out. scales, Nolan. What? They don't like serve you like the hard part of like like the scales <laughs> of the alligator. Hey, man, I don't know. You gotta get the full experience. Yeah. The we, full alligator experience. Alligator guy. Yeah, I want my alligator eyeballs and teeth staring at me.
1: That's right. <laughs> uh Nolan, we
2: we head to you now for our Tiger Woods fact of the week. Yes. Let's let's get right into it. Um I I really don't know what which one to pick this week to try to relate it to anything. So um, I'm just going to go with this one because I was putting terrible last uh, weekend when I went out. And this is a putting stat from 2002 to 2005, Tiger Woods had 1,540 putts um, three feet or less on PGA tour. Can you guess how many he missed?
0: 1,540? Yeah. Yeah. One, no, one. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say you missed four.
2: You're both very close, but both wrong. He missed three. Oh, that's yeah. crazy.
0: I, I was closer. Sorry, Zach.
1: Yeah, it's rough. That's win one.
0: Zach's 0 one now.
2: That's four seasons <laughs> on the PJ tour, and he missed. Three three footers. That's like, like Luke List misses
1: like four three three-footers in like a round. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Luke List, that was a bit of a low blow. It was a low blow, man. I love Luke List. Zach, you don't you say you like love it when you three putt? <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I three putt all the time. I never two putt. As a matter of fact,
0: <laughs> Zach's a five putter.
1: Yeah, I five-putted. I five-putt more than I two-putt. That's, like, dead serious. Oh, no. It's not a joke. That's why I suck at golf, because I can't putt. And everyone's always like, no, you'll get better at putting. Like, that's a good thing to be bad at. And I'm like, it's really not. I can't fix it.
2: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like putting is probably one of the harder things to coach, I would think, but I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys ever played Wii Golf? I played that with my roommates the other day. Couldn't putt there either. Oh man. I made like a twelve like a eleven inch putt and I put it like thirty feet past the hole. Are you gonna get the two K game? See if you can put on that. I heard it's pretty hard to put on that too. <laughs> no. I need an easy game for putting.
1: <laughs> I need like I need like those alignment tools, like the lasers. You gotta invest. So you you gotta
0: put in there? the hours, Zach.
1: Yeah, Rebo's disappointed. <laughs> My inability to putt.
0: Uh,
1: Reed, were you a good putter back in the day?
0: My uh, my sophomore year, I led the uh, the country NCAA or double one or NC Division One in uh, putts per grain regulation. Sounds pretty
2: one. good. Your sounds pretty.
1: Bombs it and could putt.
0: Yeah, but it ain't very straight anymore. I can I can still roll the rock. I still tell that to hubs every every time we're out joking around in the practice ring. I can still roll the rock, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hobbs is is a great putter watch. He's always done well with putting, though, right? He's always. When we have
0: Hobbs on,
2: we got to talk about how this putting stroke of his came to be. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's just, he has really long arms. Yeah, a really long torso. torso.
1: Yeah. He's like Michael Phelps out
0: there. Yeah, dude. But, uh, you know, it just forces (laughs) him to, he has to bend over. It looks like he's bending over more because his torso is so long.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, do we have anything more to talk about on golf? I know uh, it's not really the busy season for golf right now.
0: What about the Tampa Bay Lightning?
1: That's what we're going to. Another guy that we've uh, given the bump to. We've had one hockey person on the podcast.
0: And Absolutely. Wins
1: the Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah. That's wild. Hey, Zach, uh, just another, another year without the uh, any Canadians winning the Cup, huh?
1: I do not want – Another Canadian team to win the cup. This is are like you, a misconception. I was, I was about to say, to
2: are you me. offended if, uh, you know, the US keeps winning the cups or? No,
1: I, if it's not the Montreal Canadiens, I want all other Canadian teams to lose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like, they can't win really? before us. They have to suffer too.
0: <laughs> Three, but right? but if, if, you, if you had to pick another Canadian team to win the cup, who would it be?
1: Like Winnipeg. <laughs> or like, yeah, it would be like, win, like one of the Western Conference teams. definitely Calgary? Or like Ottawa. Calgary? Yeah, Calgary. Just not Toronto. Or like... Or Montreal? So
2: basically not Toronto.
1: It's basically not Toronto. So,
0: <laughs> so anyone but Toronto. So you're saying Toronto's going to win one before you
1: guys do. <laughs> that would be a disgrace. I, was just I think it's going to happen though, Zach. To the hockey fans listening, the Montreal Canadiens are spending $16 million on goaltending next year. As they should. how embarrassing that is?
0: That guy's good, dude. They just still have a team around him. Oh, no, uh, Carey Price.
1: Yeah, but then we just paid a backup goalie $5 million. I'm not even kidding. Wow. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. But, uh, I mean, your Pittsburgh Penguins didn't win either, Reed, and uh, your Seattle team coming in. We'll see if they win.
0: Oh, they will. They're gonna have. They're gonna have the Vegas, the Vegas Wonder Show.
2: Yeah, and uh, oh, Nolan's Frozen. Wasn't there some hot? Oh, my Frozen. Wasn't there some hot uh, Henrik, Henrik news?
1: Oh yes, Henrik Lundfist, the king, the king of New York, has uh, been. Uh, what did they? They bought out his contract, his last year. Really, so it means he doesn't want. He doesn't care for retiring a Ranger because I'm sure they discussed it. Maybe I'll head to like the Islanders, their rival.
2: That's what I heard.
1: That would be crazy. That would be nuts. Maybe I'll go to Seattle. I could see that and be the like back. That would
0: be absolutely legendary, and I would make sure to go to games.
1: Yeah, that would be a good move on their part, I think.
0: It'd be great. Bring bring you know, draft him and then and then bring in like some young stud coming out of WHL or college or whatever.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's like That's what a- they sort of did. Yeah, that's a solid move right there. Is, is like, the NHL having a goalie, you know, like your franchise goalie, is that kind of like a QB in the NFL? Yeah,
1: pretty Basically, yeah. Not as valuable, although it sort of is as valuable. No,
0: dude, I think it's more valuable.
1: Yeah, but in hockey there's so much, like, luck in the playoffs. That's why, you know, like, in basketball, like, the best team wins, like, almost all the time. Yeah, in hockey, that's not the case. That's why I'm sort of happy. Zach, I
0: I argue that point though. That because because a a goaltender is the only single person in sports and team sports that can win you a hockey win you a game. That's
1: true. That's a very good point. Yeah, it's true. Well, if a goalie gets a shutout, you win. So
0: right. If if a goalie, if one person stops every shot. Yeah, and sometimes you have help from the defense because they're playing well, or whatever. But some, sometimes they get peppered, by and they go forty for forty and you know win That's the game. That's
1: true. More, my point was just I think it's harder to predict, like goalie's performance in the playoffs. Like it's not like yeah. you're the best goalie. Like it's not like they're locked to do well in the playoffs. I would you agree with the that. goalie. That's well, why because saving
2: of, a saving a puck in is like lucky to begin with you have zero reaction time
1: like tampa's been by far the best team in the nhl the last five years and the last two they've been like insanely good like last year they set a record for most points in the regular season and they got swept in the first round i remember that yeah and then this year they win so that's why i'm sort of happy they won because every other sport talking about the other sports nba finals
2: every other sport yeah nba dude you
1: Holy Tampa Bay's coach,
2: coach would have been fired if he was in the NBA, if they would have lost, you know. Do you guys know the score in the basketball game?
1: I looked before no, the pod know. started. It was 28-15 Miami. It's now 65-48 Lakers at the half. Wow. Nuts. Uh, LeBron James, 9-6-7 and seven at the half. I think this is Anthony Davis' team, though. That's my hot take of the
2: series. Hot take, for real. I don't I mean, even know if it's a hot take. I That's
0: can't I was... be of any input. I haven't watched an NBA game in probably 10 years.
2: Anthony oh, Davis is currently, I mean, he's unstoppable. And he's an unstoppable two-way force. And he allows LeBron to be at his best when LeBron can be a facilitator instead of the main focal point, then LeBron just, it makes the team so much better. And the, the Lakers kind of have a better one-two punch there that um, it doesn't matter who they put around them really. So. Well, no one. are you a LeBron or Michael Jordan guy? Um, let's say I, <laughs> wow. I waffle on this so much, but. I think LeBron, I think LeBron is will be the greatest of all time.
0: Um, no chance.
2: When it's all said and done, um, no I've we been an MJ guy. He doesn't watch. <laughs> Why no chance, Reed?
0: The NBA to me now is a drama fest, dude, and it's not a hard fought, grinding game that it used to be.
2: It's not. I agree. But I don't think doing the whole like era comparison really matters. I mean, LeBron could easily play in that era, I think, and do just as good. But I actually have never know. I
1: reason I've I've never been like one or the other because I think they're sort they're sort of pretty different players too. Like I think LeBron's by far the best passer in NBA history. But I think Michael Jordan does not get nearly enough credit, like, by younger people for how good he was. Because I was looking at points, average mm-hmm. points by an NBA team per year. When Michael mm-hmm. Jordan was at his best, that was the lowest in NBA history. Teams were averaging like 96 points a game. And he think, like, was one scoring point. a lot. Yeah. Dude,
0: how much, how much, how many games, and this is why exactly why I don't watch NBA anymore. How many games, if you look back to the mid, let's call it the late, late 90s, early 2000s, when basketball was good, man, like really good, and the Spurs were good, and the Lakers were good, and the Magic were good, Dwight Howard was coming in and whatnot.
2: In the 2000s, good.
0: Blazers were good. Like, did it was you, a game could legitimately be won at like 94-90. Yeah. yeah. You don't see a game below 110 now.
1: No, like exactly. One, like, that's low. Yeah, I noticed that when I was watching the documentary. I'm like, these scores are crazy. This is not what you get anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. It, 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 I just how if you watch a, if you watch a game, I, I'm not denying their talent and their dude, they're they're insanely talented and insanely in shape, and it's incredible. But like how, like fundamental wise, like I just feel like they don't box out as much anymore. They don't put their hands up on defense anymore.
1: Well, that's you why started I started mean? hating the NBA too. That's why I've actually really liked the Miami Heat because they like seem to play defense or like proper so, I mean, basketball.
0: I, yeah, I respect their talent. I just, I just, I wish they would go back to the fundamentals a little more. The
2: Lakers had one of the best defenses in the NBA. Zach, by the way. Yeah,
1: no, that's true. I, that's why I've always liked LeBron. Also, in a way, has been like everyone makes fun of like his defense or whatever. But I feel like when it matters, he's like the best defender in the league still.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I want to say that, but uh. <laughs> he's
1: one of them. I feel like he's like as locked down as it gets. Like, Who's uh, that?
0: Uh, Manu Ginobili, man.
1: Honor, that was very. You're just bringing Manu Ginobili up.
0: Dude, one of the best defenders of all time.
2: Oh, Whoa, what? what?
0: Nah, gotcha. No. He was. <laughs> okay, he was. Okay. Uh... <laughs> you would
2: have had me. I was like, all right, I'm never talking to Reed about basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it was. Wasn't he a really good shooter though?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah he's, he's like he's like James Harden before James Harden was. Okay. Right. I mean, it was right. so
1: different then. Like no one. Like, Reed would hate watching the Trailblazers, like how Lillard plays. Like, Lillard's amazing to watch, but it is like stupid basketball now. He's just it's like,
2: taking pull up jumpers from
0: jog. 50 feet. Like, fucking shoots top
2: corners. But he shoots 43% from out there. So no, that's why not? it's like amazing. Like, yeah, because
0: it's, it's just, uh, I, get, I get why they do it because they're good at it. Yeah. But it's not fun to watch. It's different. I'll say that.
1: It's different. Yeah. I
2: can respect either way of playing, and that's why it's hard to compare. The yeah, yeah it's very hard what to compare. I wonder when it'll become
1: like. Like, do you think basketball will stay like this, or they're gonna like it's gonna go back to like more dunking and like post ups?
2: They'll have to change uh, a little bit of the rules uh, at Maybe some point. Maybe get rid of the
1: three point line. That would be so,
2: epic. That would not. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: More uh, point line
0: shot a four-point line. shoot even Zach, no no, that, exactly, that would make it even worse.
1: Take it even more to the extreme.
0: Maybe so fucking that. shoot it from the out-of-bounds line on the other I, side of the baseline.
1: Five-point line. <laughs> Every five feet, another point.
0: That would hey, be something, though, Nolan, there was like, a... Who's made the mo- who's, who's that, Who has the highest uh, free-throw percentage in history?
2: Free-throw? Yeah,
0: I, I have a sure. guess.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Steph. Is it? I was gonna say it could be the Canadian Steve Nash.
2: Mm, It's yeah,
1: it's like I'm gonna tell you
2: right now. It could. It's Steph Curry, and second is Steve Nash. Yeah, there you go, (laughs) dude. Steve Nash is one of my favorite players of all time.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, that's back when basketball was good. You know what's
2: interesting to me also? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. If you're saying that's back when basketball was good, the Phoenix Suns were the prototype of today's NBA. They were shooting threes uh, and no, no, the six-second offense or whatever.
0: No, because that's, that's, that's the same time frame like Tim Duncan was in San Antonio in his fucking prime playing typical fundamental basketball.
2: It, it is, but the whole NBA hadn't adopted the Phoenix Suns style of play like it has now.
0: The Phoenix Suns did not change that. <laughs> What do you know? Come on, man.
1: uh, One thing on free throws, getting back to that. Well, first, before we get into my theory on free throws, Damian Lillard has a 88.888% free throw percentage in his career. Mm -hmm. Thought that's a little fun tidbit. Oh, yeah. Someday someone's going to shoot like 99%. Steph Curry is not even a 91% career free throw shooter.
2: No one's ever going to shoot 99%. They will,
1: I think. (laughs) No, they won't. Have you guys ever seen that YouTube video of the old man who made, like, 10,000 straight free throws? No, and he would, if he...
0: Was he, put him in, was he putting him, in, him into a robotic machine or something?
1: No, he, he was, like, a nine or 80-year-old man, and he just had the perfect... Mo- he has the record for most three-pointers in a row and free throws because he had the motion, like, perfectly down. It was just man, yeah. what is it, for muscle memory. And it was just it's... the exact same. So you would think that would happen.
2: No, because the sample size just gets so big
1: that
0: you yeah. eventually – The old
1: guy made 10000 in a row.
0: So Trust you're me. saying someone's a robot then, Zach.
1: So someone will come on and just have the perfect technique. And Dude, make- it's all
0: feel. Your nerves create that feel and your muscles create – like you can't be that exact every time.
2: Yeah, the old man did it, Reed. Even if that guy was put into – All right,
0: Bill knife science guy.
2: If that guy was good enough to be in the NBA for – Five seasons or whatever the amount of free throws you have to shoot, he might shoot like ninety-five okay. percent. Here's the actual
1: record. Look up for those listening. Look up a man named Tom Ambury. He was an American podiatrist, and he has the record for most consecutive free throws made with two thousand seven hundred and fifty. What? Yeah, that's crazy. And Zach's like,
0: yeah. Why don't Why don't you go do that?
1: He worked with several teams, including the Chicago Bulls, to help players with their free throws. At the time of him breaking the record, he was 71 years old.
0: Wow. That's impressive. That's
2: crazy. It's gonna I happen. wonder how
0: long he had to stay there to stand there. To fucking 12 hours, it says. Wow. 12 hours. 93.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a fun time. That's a fun time.
0: I mean, what do you do? I mean, do you eat or do you, do you just keep <laughs> shooting free throws? <laughs> you just keep
2: going. Imagine the pressure, though. Bring him
0: a Budweiser and just keep shooting free throws.
2: There's no pressure. He's just unconscious, dude. <laughs> yeah. The question is, how did
1: he miss one? Right. Like once you make two thousand in a row, how do you miss one? I feel like you, it means you're just gonna make everything. His arm obviously must have just been got like switch like or something sore. <laughs>
0: I wonder if he like tore a tendon in his elbow or something. Yeah,
1: like or like his pinky like snapped on the thrower. Like, <laughs> it has to be. But, it was uh, probably
2: the ball's fault. The ball started deflating a little bit, and he didn't notice it. And
1: <laughs> last topic: Nolan's team, the New York Yankees, are now tied six all.
2: Yep. Nolan, do these playoffs count? hundred percent. These What's playoffs the playoff count. Round? This could be argued as one of the most challenging playoff um, post we may ever have because they added more teams. Um, you got to get through this dumb three-game series, which anybody can lose a three-game series to anyone. I mean, the, the Marlins just beat the Cubs in game one or whatever. So Does the three-game series count as the playoffs or only next round? I'm for no, next round. If you make it out of this, then you're in the
1: playoffs.
0: No, this that's kind the, of that's the way hockey was. I
1: know. It's terrible. They're, they're considering oh, this. Pittsburgh, the, exactly. Pittsburgh didn't make it into the playoffs. Really. How
0: yeah, that's why I
2: know. <laughs> they're considering this the postseason. So, yes.
0: No chance. <clears throat>
2: but, so yeah, it's a, it's a legit. I mean, if you consider the NBA bubble championship a, a legit title, then this is, I think, even more, more so. Yeah, all sports this all.
0: year are not true titles.
2: If yeah. If my the... team won, it would have been a
1: true title. But What? If my team won, it obviously <laughs> would have counted. <laughs> I
2: saw no, something.
0: Uh, there's an asterisk. There's 100% an asterisk.
2: I saw something like. Won. No asterisk. <laughs> someone was like, oh, if Miami Heat won the NBA title, I'm going to be like, oh, wow. So So great. You know, what a great year for them. And they had to go through so much adversity to win the title. And, and they're like, and if the Lakers win, I'm just be like, oh, this is a fake title anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the craziest thing I've seen, do you know, Reed, how many straight games the Minnesota Twins have lost in the playoffs? I feel like Nolan might know this. That's why I asked Reed.
2: Sorry, I was frozen for a second.
0: How we- many straight games the Minnesota Twins have lost in the playoffs?
1: Oh, I think I do know this. They just got swept by the Houston Astros.
0: 100. <laughs> 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 no, I'm going to say 30.
2: That's crazy, too. 18. I hate You didn't let me guess, dang it. I thought you knew it. Oh, I was going to guess 17, so I didn't oh, know yeah. it. 18. That's like the craziest thing ever. That's like impossible. I think um, like, you know how many series are against the Yankees? Like, or there's like thirteen of those are against the Yankees. It was like three straight at one point.
0: are <laughs> yeah. oh, they to... playing the Yankees right now? No, they lost
1: to Houston. Okay. The... Yeah. Before we sign off, though, I just got to say I'm praying that the Houston Astros win the World Series because it will be hilarious. It
2: would be you. so funny. I hate you so much.
1: No, and your team's for sure cheaters too. They just didn't We're going
2: to talk out. about this yeah. some more offline so the viewers don't see something crazy don't happen. We, but you Don't get canceled.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll have a recording uh, that I'll post to the.
1: Exactly. exactly. Well, uh, that's all for this episode. I'm going to tweet out uh, Reed's promo code for Surf and Turf. And we're also going to tweet out a nice poll on Halloween. Yes. So uh, you can check this episode out. It will now be Thursday, October 1st. Reed Nolan, got any final thoughts? No, sir.
0: Time to get a W.
1: Good luck. Time to get a W.